0: You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com.
1: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the Weekly Business Hour, and this is Rick Schissler, your host. I'm a Silver Fox advisor and as, well as the founder of OneBestConsult.com, and I'm so happy you've decided to join us today. I think we've got a great show lined up for you, and before we get into it, I want to cover a few things with you. First of all, I want to give a shout-out real quick to our sponsor, and that's One, the number one BestConsult.com. This is where you can go a website if you're a small business owner or manager. Check out that website because this is where you can go to get common-sense business advice that's really focused on the small business. And by this, I mean, we have a peer-to-peer community there where you can submit a question or a challenge you have or a concern and other people will jump in and talk to you about it, as well as you can sign up for our newsletter, our video tips, also get this program automatically made available to you. So I encourage you go to onebestconsult.com if you're looking for common sense business advice based on experience not just out of a book. So also, I want to remind you that the show is broadcast live. It's on youtube.com, the weekly business hour. If you want to watch and listen, go to YouTube, check out the weekly business hour. Also, I want to remind you the last thing. Always get through this whole list before the show starts. If you got a question or concern, make a comment about the show, send us an email during the show or even after the show. Just send me a quick email at onebestconsult at gmail.com. Um, And at this point, I want you to sit back and grab your pad and pencil because the weekly business hour is where Montgomery County and at this point businesses throughout the world come to talk about the latest in business ideas and who that seek to help you improve your business. I want you to be part of that conversation. So join us. And now let's get started with the show. And I'm so happy to say for returning engagement, second part of a third part soup to nuts conversation about everything networking the one and only Stacey Harris. Stacy, how are you this morning? I'm
0: good. Good morning.
1: How are you? Got to have a smile on our face. We had a stormy weekend, yeah. didn't we? We
0: did. We did, but we're still here.
1: Well, we're still here, and we're out here networking today. And I'd like yeah. to start the show, if you don't mind, Stacy. Tell us what went on last week. I mean, you're Network in Action. You have five of these uh, franchises throughout the greater yeah. Montgomery area, uh-huh. uh, Montgomery County area. Tell us, for an example, what did you do last week, networking-wise, in Network in Action?
0: We are always busy. So every Tuesday I host um, what we call NIA Lunch Bunch, and um, we meet at a different restaurant around this area from 1130 to 1, and we just hang out and have lunch together, invite everybody from all five of my groups. I put it out on Facebook. We invite other people in the community who want to network with us to come, and we went and checked out a brand new restaurant called Flower Child. We sat out on the patio, enjoyed a beautiful day. Um, So that was Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Um, I had two groups that were meeting each for their monthly, um, for their monthly meeting when we get together and have our, we do uh, mostly the bulk of each meeting and the monthly meetings is a team building activity where we do just a lot of relationship building, catching up with each other and all of that kind of stuff. So that was Tuesday and Wednesday, Wednesday and Thursday, excuse me. And then uh, Friday, we have what I call breakfast club and I just invite, people who want to come and have breakfast on Friday morning to come and um, drop in one of the local coffee shops and just visit. And so we just have a lot of fun doing that. And um, we have tomorrow, we are doing our big launch for our fifth group that just got started. So we kind of had our soft launch in March and the big official launch period is tomorrow. And we've invited all of the members from all five groups to come and be a part of that. So we always have a lot of stuff going on.
1: Well, you know, in in an observation on last week, for those who are listening and and really interested in networking, Mm -hmm. I heard, I believe it was Tuesday and Friday were kind of open networking, which is great. Uh And I encourage people to always go to open network events, Mm -hmm. check them out. If you've got a few minutes, whether it be breakfast, dinner, lunch, whatever, And then you had your two, in the middle of the week, your mm-hmm. four actual networking meetings, which yes. were directly related to the group uh-huh. itself. So, two very different kinds of opportunities, but I encourage people that this is the way to do networking. Do yes. it professionally in a group mm-hmm. that you belong to, that you participate, but also looking for open Informally, opportunities. yes.
0: Yeah, The informal ones are really fun, too, because you just get to visit. You just get to know people on a much more personal level and that kind of thing. So we have a coffee this Thursday morning from 9 to 11 at the Black Walnut. Anybody that wants to come and join us and meet some of the best people I know, we would love to have them.
1: Well, and I need to mention, these are come and go, which is great. You don't have to devote a couple hours. Two
0: hours, right. Come have a cup of coffee and... Grab breakfast if you want to, and then head on
1: out. Right, mm-hmm. because if you're in business you're being successful, there's lots of work to do, yes. right?
0: Yes, always. <laughs> well, I
1: appreciate that snapshot because I sure. think that's encouraging to people. Thank you. And uh, I'm glad that, that your groups do that and offer those opportunities mm-hmm. because, again, networking is not just going to formal networking events. It's mm-hmm. a lot of other things.
0: Yes, we well, have a lot of fun together,
1: too. You do, you do. Your groups yeah. are great and, and do have a lot of fun. Well, let's get into the really the program today, sure. which is starts off, We're going to talk about how to network effectively, Mm -hmm. and you're going to offer some tips and ideas about, well, let's start, why should you network? That's an obvious question. Yeah. How about some encouragement?
0: Well, you know, one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this is because I've run into a lot of people who they just think that they really don't like networking, and um, and. A lot of times I think they don't understand why they need to network and and it's kind of they go into it with that mindset of well I tried a networking meeting and I didn't get anything out of it and I'm not doing it again you know <laughs> and not looking at the long term. So um I have I put together just a list of some reasons why you should network because I think it is important to know why you're doing something and what you're putting your time into. So, you know, the obvious one, of course, is just relationship building. And I can say for myself personally, the closest, most precious friendships that I have are friendships that have come from networking. You know, I went into a networking group of course, looking to build business to market and things like that. But I ended up meeting these wonderful people who have helped me through the good times and the bad times and given me ideas and supported me and been a sounding board and all of those kinds of things. So, you know, that's the number one thing is just the relationship. So we kind of talked about this a little bit last week. But when you're going into a networking situation, if you can kind of go in with the mindset of I'm going to go in and see how many friends I can make, you know, then that really does help. So that, you know, that would be the number one thing that I would say as far as as why you want to network. Um, yeah, just
1: before you go on, and, sure. I, and I want to challenge our listeners on that, because you make me, when you talk about networking and you talk mm-hmm. about relationships, it causes me to think. And, and my challenge out to anyone listening today who does have an interest in networking, or maybe has had a negative experience or shies away, which that's a lot of people. I know mm-hmm. that. It
0: is. I yes.
1: mentor and advise clients yeah. in business let me challenge you to one thing. Think about how many business-related friends, people you can talk about business, you actually have, where you can pick up a phone, send an email, a text, when you've got a challenge, or you've had something happen, Mm -hmm. or you've got some great things going on, and you want to know how to keep it. Think about, just for a moment, folks, how many people are on your call list, so to speak, yes. that you can reach out to? And I suggest it's probably fairly short for most of us. Mm-hmm. And this is a great way to add to that list, which I think helps you improve your business.
0: It does. When you're a small business owner, it can be so lonely sometimes, you know, because you're a lot of us, we're a one-man show. You know, we are the whole business. And it's so difficult sometimes because you hit a wall. Um, you, something you've tried didn't work or, you know, finances aren't what you want them to be, or you need some new ideas and things like that. And if it's just you, you know, at some point you get tired of it just being you, you get tired of yourself. And it's so valuable to be able to pick up the phone and call somebody, like you said, who understands where you are. You know, another one man show can relate to what you're going through and they can really help you a lot with great ideas. And it's also wonderful to have somebody that's a few steps ahead of you that you could call on who could say, yeah, I have been there, and this is what I did in this situation.
1: Well, let me offer this, folks. As a mentor and advisor with too many years of experience to talk (laughs) about, let me tell you, the most successful business people, entrepreneurs, that I've personally ever met and got to know a little bit or a Mm -hmm. lot have been the ones who surround themselves, not only with good formal advisors, lawyers, CPA, but also have that list, if you will, of People who they can call on, whether they're mentors or mm-hmm. fellow business people, whatever it is, the most successful people have that network yes. of relationships. Yes. Well, what's some other things that we reasons that we should network?
0: Well, you know, really we're kind of talking about it already. Is the second thing is resources um, because the more you network, the more resources that you have, um, and the more the more ideas that you have and and resources aren't just financial things. It's people that can help you make a deal happen. You know, you may have a client that comes to you and they have a big need um, and you can't fill it by yourself. You need the expertise of other people that you can pull into the project. And it's so valuable when you know those people already and you can tell your client, this is not a big deal. I've got this covered. You know, I know who we need. Um, Last year, I had a friend that reached out to me and uh, she was recently widowed and she she needed to sell her house. She needed to get out from under her mortgage. She needed some help with financial advising. And then she just needed help with the actual, you know, the realtor, the mortgage person, the title, the mover, the all of that kind of stuff. And it gave me so much joy to be able to say, don't worry about a thing. I have every single person that you need on that list. You know, we ended up involving eight different businesses from my networking action groups that helped her make her move happen. And that was so valuable to be able to help, not only this friend that I love and cherish, but also to be able to bring business you know, to my network and action members, but to be able to say to her, you know, we've got it covered. I know all the people you need to make this happen. So resources, that's a yeah. huge reason to network.
1: That's fantastic, yes, yes. to have that Rolodex for us older people or yes. that contact list for the younger folks or yes. all of us. But community, that's another one I think yeah. about. Talk about that a little bit as a reason to network.
0: it's such, It's so important when you are a small business owner that you are really connected to the community and to the heartbeat of what is going on. Um, Because it really gives you a much better idea of how to serve your clientele, um, how to market your business. And um, when you are out networking, you are creating a community of people that, again, it kind of goes back to relationships that can support you and can help you. And it is so valuable when you are a real part of the community, you are able to contribute so much more to it. So that's why, you know, I really do encourage, of course I want my my Network in Action members to not just be involved in Network in Action, but I want them to be a part of the Chamber of Commerce and BNI and other networking organizations that are out there because it is so important and so valuable to know a lot of people and to be a part of a community that is really building upon itself. So I think we, I always tell my people, let's make our little corner of the world even better than it already is.
1: Well, and the first thing pops in my head is that more of a, my business logic is Mm win-win. If I'm winning and the people around me are winning, right, we're getting stronger Exactly, exactly. So it's Mm -hmm. win-win-win if you relate to the sports or anything like that. Yeah. Some other ideas you have about what's, reasons to network.
0: You know, a big one is job opportunities. So all of us, at one point in time, you know, if you're not if you're not self-employed, um, and you are you're trying to get to that point, or you're just wanting to work your way up, networking is an incredible way to find out new job opportunities and to be able to. If you are in that situation where you know, oil and gas is so big in this area, uh, and it's very easy to get into these corporate jobs, and you kind of get within those four walls. And your whole life is there. And then, you know, we've all seen over the years and we've been, I've lived in Houston 14 years now. And I know in that 14 years that there have been four big waves of layoffs that we have seen in the oil and gas world. And it's devastating. Some of these people, they, they walk out of these corporate offices and they don't know anybody. They know the people who are in the building they were working in and maybe the people they go to church with, but nobody else because they haven't networked. They haven't been out there getting to know the community and what was going on. And so it's, it's a huge thing to be able to walk out and, and go, okay, this is not the end of the world. I know people. I know people I can call. I know people who can help me with this. Um, and also as far as job opportunities, just potential clientele that you can meet through your networking. Um, people, people that other people can introduce you to to help you make the contacts that you need to make. And um, it always amazes me just uh, last week I was able to make an introduction between someone who is not yet an NIE member, he's going to be, and then someone who is an NIE member, she was needing some contract work. He needed somebody to do contract work. I was able to put the two of them together. And within two days, they were already working on a project together. So that was huge. You know, she really needed that little influx of income and he needed the work. So it was great to be able to connect people like that.
1: Yeah. It's, it's an amazing experience. Uh, well, believe it or not, into the first segment. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll finish up on talking about why you should network and then move on and talk about some other topics related to networking. So I encourage you, please stay with us. We'll be right back with you.
2: It's all about business on the weekly business hour every Monday at 11 a.m. on Lone Star Community Radio.
3: We have the safest food supply in the world. Strict laws and regulations restrict the usage of hormones, antibiotics, and pesticides within our food supply. Production agriculture practices and technologies such as the use of GMOs, which is not any more or less risky than conventional crop production, has allowed American farmers to produce more food on less acres in an environmentally sound ways. Find out more online at pathoftheplate.tamu.edu. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension. Helping Texans make lives better. Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Marty Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture.
2: Are you interested in learning more about preparing quick, healthy, and safe meals for your family? Would you like to spend time with others learning tips and tricks, along with practicing and tasting nutritious food? If so, the On the Road to Healthy Living mobile cooking school is for you. Call Amy Ressler at Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service at 936-539-7825 to find a class near you or volunteer to host a class. Not sure who to turn to when you have a problem in your business? Listen to the Weekly Business Hour on Lone Star Community Radio.
1: You are listening to the Weekly Business Hour. Welcome back for our second segment. I think we're having a great interview here this morning. I hope you agree with Stacey Harris. Uh, She is the owner of Network in Action here in Montgomery County. And we're talking about networking, obviously. Second installment of a three-part Soup to Nuts on everything networking. Well, Stacey, we went to break. We were talking about reasons to network. I mean, mm-hmm. you touched on relationships, resources, uh, building community, uh, and then job opportunities, which mm-hmm. I think is something that people really fail to see sometimes. You don't have to be in business per se to benefit from networking. You can have a exactly. job somewhere else. Yes. Well, what other uh, Reasons, and there are Mm -hmm. a lot, in my opinion, to network that might strike a bell um, Mm -hmm. with someone. What do do you have? What's left?
0: You know, one of the other things, we've talked about a little bit already, but it goes back to support. Uh, Just, again, it can be kind of lonely sometimes when you are a small business owner, and it is so important to have the support of, of other people around you and people who know what they're doing, who can help you, with a project that you're working on, with landing a big client, you know, whatever uh, whatever it is that you're working on that you have the support of other people there to help you make everything happen. And it just is so valuable when you feel that you are being supported by other people and that they're pulling for you and praying for you and wanting to help you along in your business. And and having that mentor, again, you know, finding somebody that can that can really help you and guide you along the way to help you make great decisions. You know, that's a big thing. We all come to these forks in the road of our business could go this way or that way. And it's so important to have that support behind you of, you know, hey, let's look at this side and this side and we'll help you decide together what it's going to be. One of my members on, um, in fact, he has a show on, this radio station, Josh Terry, Delta Life Fitness. And uh, they had a big ribbon cutting on Friday. They opened a new location. And it was amazing to go and see well over 100 people on a Friday afternoon at lunchtime that showed up at this ribbon cutting just to support Josh and his his family. You know, his he owns the business with his wife, his brother-in-law and sister-in-law. And they have just ingrained themselves in this community. I mean, you talk about people have just jumped right in, in a very short amount of time and become such a vital part of the community. And it was amazing to be there. Like I said, Friday afternoon, lunchtime, everybody's thinking about the weekend, but they were there for his ribbon cutting to support this new location that they have with Delta Life Fitness. And that was huge. That means so much to have that support.
1: Well, in yeah. his case, too, mm-hmm. he's there with the franchise. I yes. mean, think about the the, the whole uh, situation. I mean, I can't—we say 100-plus people yes. Friday afternoon. That says a lot. It does. But he's there getting support. He brings that to the table yes. when I do business with him as a franchise.
0: Mm-hmm. That's and right.
1: gosh, what a fantastic result exactly. for him. Exactly.
0: I mean, he has so set up his franchisee for success already in <laughs> just getting that many people out there that know— where her location is and and what they do, and got to see this beautiful facility, and you know all of those kinds of things. So the support that that brings. Well, uh, and, and that's his business too. So people understand.
1: Business. People may not understand the franchise business. My franchises typically, when okay. they're successful, because I've been in the business, you're going to be successful yes. all the way around, whether yes. it be new franchises or franchise income, advertising, mm-hmm. whatever. And so this is that's a wonderful example mm-hmm. of support of your network which yes. I agree Josh has worked very very diligently focused to build his position in the community, Mm -hmm. that of his family and his business. So he's a great example for anyone wanting to network. Mm -hmm. Anything else you wanna talk about before we close out this a little bit? You
0: know, the last thing is just uh, another reason that you want to network is just for collective experience. And what I mean by that is when you have a great network and you sit down and have a round table discussion, you know, with some of these people, whether you're deciding how to expand your business, how to market, how to do different things, when you take the experience of maybe you sit down with two, three, four people and you add up the number of years of experience that they have between them, you're looking at 80, 100 years of experience and uh, different people who have had different things happen to them and they have gone down different paths and they've tried different things. And if you can benefit, it's like when we when we read a book that somebody has written they're an expert on a topic. By reading the book, we are able to absorb the knowledge that they have, and we don't have to go off and try different things because they've already done it. We can read and see what their experience has been, and we can take from that and learn from that experience. And it's the same thing when you're networking. It's that collective experience of the people that you've surrounded yourself with. So, you know, just between the two of us right here, we've got quite a bit of experience just us. So,
1: No, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, Mm -hmm. again, the encouragement of the whole thing, why you should network. It's there, and I don't care if you're, like you say, a one-man band, mm-hmm. I mean, or you've got a 100 employees or a 1,000 right. employees. You as the owner, the manager, whatever, of that business owes it to yourself, to your family, mm-hmm. and to your business to be out there being part of that community, yes, that yes. networking community, if you will. Yeah. Well, let's shift gears. This yes. is an area I know that you know a whole lot about, uh, and that's about... Taking the steps or making that first impression, Mm -hmm. maintaining that impression, Uh, let me tell you, too many small business people, absolutely right, they lose track of that. But I guess that's true of a lot of people. It is. How important that impression that we make day to day Mm -hmm. to people for ourselves because Direct reflection on our business, it right? It is. It is. Let's Absolutely. talk about it.
0: Yeah. You know, it, there have been so many studies that have been done on this. And there is a reason for that old saying that we have all heard you only get one chance to make a good first impression because it's so true. And when we don't make a good first impression, it's very rare that we get the opportunity to make up for that. And so I, I have some steps that I've put together that I like to share with people on how to really ensure that every time you're walking into a new situation, networking group, or even in front of a new client, possible client, that you make a good first impression. And for some people, I I like to say it's kind of like a formula that I would offer them because networking doesn't come naturally to everyone. And I get that completely. I really, really do. But there are some very simple things that all of us can do immediately walk into a situation that will put people at ease and will help make a good first impression. We only have 8 to 10 seconds to make a good first impression. Did you know that, Rick?
1: Eight to 10 seconds, eight boy. Eight to 10 seconds. There have been
0: lots of studies.
1: And that, we just lost eight to 10 seconds right there. Yeah. Bam. Wow. Yes.
0: I mean, it is very quick. People subconsciously, they they look you up and down and they sum up in their minds already what they think you do, how what they think you're like, if they want to get to know you, if they want to spend time with you, if they're going to trust you. So um, following this formula, I think it really helps. And the first thing we talked about a little bit last week is just dressing up. Making sure that you look like you do what you say you do. And also, just I I always like to tell people there's nothing wrong with being the best dressed person in the room. There just really isn't anything wrong with that. It's always going to make a good first impression. So don't ever worry about really being overdressed when you're walking into a new situation. So that's that's really the first thing there is just that, you know, dress up, look the part. Well, let me
1: ask you a quick question about that because when we say the best dressed or whatever – It doesn't mean you have to wear and i'm a guy so i'll talk about guy but i wear a a tuxedo or a suit and tie but the fact is i just look good is that what you're saying yes
0: polished and professional that you put some effort into how you look into your presentation you know for the guys shirt tucked in belt and shoes match creases down the front of your slacks that kind of thing Um, if you're wearing jeans they're good jeans they're nice jeans That kind of thing, making sure that your nails are manicured, that I'm not saying you have to go get a mani-pedi if you're a guy, but just making sure there's no dirt under your fingernails, just different things like that. For women, you know, same thing, just that you look put together, that you put some effort into, that you haven't just rolled out of bed and come to the meeting.
1: Like the lady Mm -hmm. I just saw around the corner that was in a house dress corner. It's yes. My, did a double take. I said, "Well, she's she's in a nightgown, but I'm yes. an older lady. Yes. Bless her heart." I but I just made me what, do a double take. She's out on the street, yes. going in a business. It
0: amazes me what people wear to the grocery store these days. Well, you know?
1: but again, I think this is so important. And so many we're busy. Mm-hmm. We're working in the business. We're we regardless of who we whatever we, we may be back in the back packing order. We may, filling in. We're moving. So mm-hmm. it's not the point. I used to work with a guy that really had that down because he kept a spare shirt and a tie in his car because yes. he moved around that's multiple locations. Idea. Yep. And so during the day, he had his sleeves rolled up. I think that's mm-hmm. probably where I learned to do that. Uh-huh. Working alongside his people, doing this, doing that. And But if he had a meeting, going to the bank or doing this or that, pulled the shirt, the tie, wherever he was, went in the bathroom, yes. washed up, changed shirt, put his tie on, he got it.
0: Yes, you got it. Yes, it's not a bad idea to do that with our Houston summers that we have to have a change of clothes and some extra deodorant in the car. It's always a good thing.
1: Yeah, Yeah. spray kind. That's what I recommend. (laughs) Right. What are some other things that that it will not only encourage but will make? make sure that we do make mm-hmm. that good impression. Uh,
0: be very time conscious when you are uh, when you go into new situations, when you're networking. It kind of, that's two-pronged. Uh, you want to, of course, you know, be on time. It depends upon the, the kind of networking situation that you're walking into. So I would encourage you to find out, is this a come and go? Is this a sit-down meeting? You don't want to walk into a sit-down meeting 20 minutes late and interrupt everything that's going on, that kind of thing. But also time conscious of... It's very easy when you go into a networking situation, especially if you're not real comfortable and you find one person that's really nice to talk to and you just stick with them and you don't let them go talk to anybody else. So you want to be very respectful of other people's time when you are with them and just, you know, visit for a couple of minutes, exchange information, exchange cards, and then say, you know, I've really enjoyed visiting with you, but I don't want to dominate your time. I'm sure you're here to talk to other people and then give them the out if they need it. But it's, it's so hard sometimes when somebody kind of glues themselves to you or if you glue yourself to them uh, for you to be able to be able to work the room and go and make the contacts that you want to make. So um, it if you latch on to somebody like that you don't let them go, it makes you seem very needy and a lack of confidence, and that's not going to make a good first impression. So just going to kind of take in charge of that. Does that make sense? Oh,
1: absolutely. Yeah. Nobody wants to be, I think there was a movie once, a stage four clinger uh, is what they call yeah. Stage four clear alert. I like that. Yeah. So, it's uh, yeah. in a different scenario, but it's the same yes. idea. And, and that'll happen. That'll happen. It, so, yeah, there's it, no doubt yeah. and you have to deal with and it. And
0: you don't want
1: that to be you. You absolutely you don't do want, not it to want be that you. to be you. I yeah. I have been guilty of that. I find somebody I enjoy talking uh-huh. to and I just have conversation yes. I enjoy it.
0: Yeah, yeah, sure. but give them an out. You know, they may opt to stay with you, and that's fine, too, but you just want to be respectful of that and and give them that option. Do you have other people that you need to go and talk with? Right. And, um, but I've really enjoyed talking with you, and can I give you a call later, and let's get together for coffee or send you an email and find another time that we can get together.
1: Yeah, yeah. super opportunities, <laughs> but they, they, it's a little touchy sometimes. Yes, it can. Well, we've got about a minute left today. Uh, All if right. Do you want to touch on it? And we'll pick up next week. We'll okay. start right here. yeah. What other yeah. one would you like to you finish? You know,
0: the other th- I think the biggest thing that I w- would really want to talk about, I was reading a book just recently, and they were talking about this, this topic. And he said, when you walk into a room, give recognition to others. And go in with the mindset not of here I am, but there you are. And really put that emphasis on the other person, on seeking other people out and making the exchange that you have with whoever you meet all about them. And not don't walk in with that attitude of you're so lucky that I came, you know, but really I'm so fortunate that I've got to meet you and to be a part of this event. And that makes such a difference. The attitude is everything. We know that. And so if you can go in there, really focus upon the people in the room and how you can make their life better, how you can help them with their businesses, then it always comes back around to you
1: yeah, I think that's one of the best pieces of advice that anyone can get from yes. networking. Yes, is kind of check yourself at the door and say, yes. Okay, new scenario, yeah. new situation. It's about everybody in uh-huh. there. It's you got to do it. I know yes. I have to do it because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. my mind's moving so fast. Well, Stacy, as last week, as always, wonderful information, Thank wonderful you. ideas. If folks have questions for you Mm -hmm. or want to contact you about what you're doing at NIA, what's the best way for them to do it?
0: Best way to get in touch with me is through email. It's at Stacy, S-T-A-C-Y, at NetworkInAction.com. That's my email. Um, We also have a great Facebook page. It is NIA The Woodlands, and you can contact me through that that way. Um, You can send me a private message on there and um, you're also welcome to give me a call 832-837-9975 i would love to answer anybody's questions and invite you personally to come to one of our meetings if you're interested
1: well and and i'll add to that i'll encourage folks that if you're in the montgomery county area uh, interested in doing business in this area check out some of these open events you had two of them last week you've got Mm -hmm. some this week get a cup of coffee stop by uh, and they're in different locations around the area so that it should be convenient It's a great way to connect with networking. If you're already doing network and want to take it to the next level, I encourage you to reach out to Stacy and NIA. Well, folks, we're going to go to the bottom hour of the break. And before we do, I want to tell you, second half of the show, I've got a a really interesting businessman on the street uh, interview coming up. I interviewed Dan Goodwin. Uh, Dan is the principal with Provident Wealth Advisors, but he's also the host of a, a really unique opportunity here in Montgomery County called the Shrimp Tank. Uh, It's a locally sourced podcast that features interviews with some of Montgomery County's best and brightest entrepreneurs, and I won't include myself even though I've been on there. But I encourage you to listen to what Dan has to say. It's a great interview talking about the shrimp tank and an opportunity for you, if you've been in this area for a while, to be part of the shrimp tank. And then I'll finish up today's show with my one best consult tip of the week entitled At the End of the Day. So please stay with us. We'll be right back with you.
2: It's all about business on the Weekly Business Hour every Monday at 11 a.m. on Lone Star Community Radio.
3: A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-647. 3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio.
4: 4-H and Youth, and Family and Consumer Sciences. Extension agents respond not only with answers, but also with resources and services that result in significant returns on investment to boost the economy. Join us Fridays at 1 o'clock for the AgriLife Extension Hour.
3: Is there someone you know who is hooked on vintage aircraft? Follow the commemorative Air Force and its fleet of World War II planes, including the mighty B-17 Flying Fortress Texas Raiders, which is based in Conroe, Texas. Texas Raiders tours locally and all around the United States, offering the public a chance to put their hands on aviation history. What could be a more perfect gift than a flight on a historic B-17? Taking to the sky on the iconic bomber is an experience that will never be forgotten. For the touring schedule, reservations, or more information, go to b17texasraiders.org or Call 855-FLY-A-B-17. Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Marty Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. What is homelessness? Have you seen parents struggle to find a job without having transportation or childcare? What about the children sleeping in cars with nothing to eat? Families shouldn't have to struggle to survive, and children should not be homeless. Family Promise of Montgomery County serves the needs of homeless families and their children. Learn about ways you can help, and learn about partnership opportunities at www.familypromiseofmc.org. Or call our day center at 936 936- Four four one eight seven seven eight. 8778
2: It's all about business on the Weekly Business Hour every Monday at 11 a.m. on Lone Star Community Radio.
1: You're listening to the Weekly Business Hour, and thank you for joining us. We're in our third segment today. My name, Rick Schisler. I'm a Silver Fox advisor and the founder of One Best Consult. And I want to thank OneBestConsult.com for being our advertiser for the show today This is a website, folks, one, the number one, bestconsult.com. It's a website you can go to, you can access, and you're going to see a lot of great information available to you as a small business owner or manager. We have peer-to-peer groups. We have roundtable groups that we can access. We also have the opportunity there, if you'd like to engage me on a one-on-one basis, to mentor, advise you in your business. And a lot of content that you can sign up for, our newsletter, our video tips, these kind of things come to you free so I encourage you to check this site out. If you ever think, and I, and I can't think of a situation that you wouldn't want to have access to people who would help you when you have challenges in your business or you have a great idea and you want to float it out there and get some peer feedback, that's what onebestconsult.com is about. That's the number one, bestconsult.com. Visit the website and check it out. And remember, there's a podcast of today's show, actually a video cast and a podcast Posted typically by Wednesday of this week, the entire show is available for your access on a number of social media sites, including Facebook. Uh, It's there at YouTube. It's all over the internet. It's at onebestconsult.com. It's at IRLoneStar.com, right here at the radio station, Lone Star Community Radio. So if you miss something or you wanna share something that you heard with someone else, check out the podcast, which is available each week to you. Well, let's get to this third segment. Uh, As promised uh, before the break, Uh, I'm going to do a businessman-on-the-street interview. I'm going to play for you. I hope you'll take time to listen. Uh, The interview is with Dan Goodwin. He's the principal with Provident Financial Advisor, and he's the founder of our local edition of The Shrimp Tank. I would encourage you, listen and learn about The Shrimp Tank podcast because it features entrepreneurs from our own area here, but it is sweeping America. People are listening to this. It's even available on iHeartRadio. So I encourage you, listen to the interview with Dan I think you'll enjoy it. You'll pick up some things, learn some things the way that you can get out there and publicize your business, as I call it. And when it's done, we'll come back and I'll do my one best consult tip of the week in our fourth segment. So here's the interview with Dan. Enjoy. Well, we're here with the businessman on the street and today we're talking to Dan Goodwin. Dan, thank you for coming on the uh, man on the street. Uh, talk a little bit about your business, and I want to talk most of all about uh, the shrimp tank. What an interesting concept, oh. but let's start with a little background about you and, and sure. your company, Provident, and tell us all
4: about it. Okay, Dick. Well, uh, our company here is Provident Wealth Advisors, and we're an independent financial investment and tax planning firm that's uh, fiduciary-based, holistic, and unbiased. That's, boy, it's that's a mouthful, right? But we take care of about 200 families here in our community. and We help them with all aspects of their planning and preparation for retirement. And that can include income planning and all of these different things like that. And we have a great staff of people, probably the best staff I've ever had in my life. There's two other registered investment advisors here. And then we have a team uh, off-site of 12 certified financial planners that help us develop our, our plans for, for our clients. So... It's been a pleasure to live and work here in the woodlands and raise my family here we came in 1995 and uh, kids are kids are grown up now so time went time went by
1: well you know it's interesting the financial planning just to take a little more time on that financial planning and, and doing investment advising and everything it's a it's a it's a big deal for people particularly small business owners because so many of them their main investment of course is their business right most uh, of them yeah, sure but you've got to help them put some money aside and plan for the future because If they're depending on just the sale of their business, who knows what the situation will be when they go to sell?
4: Well, it's risky having all your eggs in one basket. And most entrepreneurs, that's right, that company is their baby. They reinvest. They pour everything back in. But what we would like to help people to do is start to look at some things. You know, there's some tax planning things that they can do to shelter income in their business where they can start to systematically move some of their assets into some traditional sort of retirement plan assets. It can give them a tax break right now today, but can help them have some uh, equity and wealth apart from their business so that uh, just not everything's in one. I mean, that's risky to have all your eggs in one basket.
1: Yeah, well, that makes a lot of sense to me. Now, on one hand, Dan, you've got got the provident over here. You're doing wealth planning. And then all of a sudden, I, I hear that
4: you're doing the shrimp tank. Kind of go across that bridge because, well, first of all, let's talk about what the Shrimp Tank is all about. So we'd like to say on the Shrimp Tank, it's where street smarts meets book smarts. And uh, the Shrimp Tank works uh, closely in association with the Sam Houston State University uh, College of Business and specifically the entrepreneurship degree program. So some of my friends are some of the professors there. And of course, they teach academic theory about um, entrepreneurship. But when we interview business owners, you know, the students get to hear um, the rubber meets the road. The, the, the entrepreneur that started with the idea and they now have traction. Uh, just recently, one of our shows we did at the Ch- Conroe Chamber of Commerce, of course, you and, and Dick were on the show. It was a fabulous show. But we had Meredith Jerica that has this company. She, j- she made a deal with Lori Gurnier on Shark Tank. And, um, you know, I think her business is blown up. She's right over here in our own backyard in Conroe. She has 79 employees now, and they make little ladies' makeup bags, and she was a speech pathologist. She did not know that she was a budding entrepreneur, but opportunity, uh, you know, pre- presented need one day, and this, this little uh, wonderful little business idea came out of it. And today she's got
1: 79, 79 employees, employees and been on Shark Tank and gotten some funding, and who knows where it goes from there. You know, it's really interesting. Well, Shrimp Tank is, I'm going to say it's a little
4: more local than Shark Tank being national, but it's... We were going to name it Shark Tank, but the name was taken, right? <laughs> so it's, uh, we we run a local chapter of this podcast. However, this podcast was started in Atlanta by my friend, Ted Jenkins, and now it's nationally syndicated. Uh, the shrimp, Shark Tank rather, is in, uh, excuse me, Shrimp Tank is in a lot of different marketplaces. So now we're nationally syndicated in Our shows are on iHeartRadio and on iTunes. And so this little idea of uh, bringing together Street Smarts and Book Smarts, it's really going on all across the country.
1: And what you do is you bring in, as you mentioned, Meredith, and and of course uh, one of my clients and and one of my sons, Dick and I were on the show talking about how he started his business, Lone Star Community Radio. So you bring entrepreneurs, business owners on, and you talk about, how to start a business, how to build
4: a business. What else? I mean, what's the purpose of the show? Well, we're looking for someone that has um, typically made it past five years. So uh, most small businesses fail in f- within the first five years. And we want entrepreneurs on our show that have uh, an interesting story. And they found traction. They're experiencing some success. So they have some uh, uh, knowledge and wisdom that they can actually share. So our audience are young, aspiring entrepreneurs that want that to launch a business one day but it's also very established and seasoned uh, entrepreneurs that they want to go to that next level you know they, they they're successful now but they they want to go to that next level Dan Sullivan talks about a strategic coach that business owners hit what's called a ceiling of complexity and that's when all of a sudden there are no there's no more hours in the day you're successful but you're so busy you know and you're running in circles sometimes and you may not even have any opportunity to go after new business so Uh, the businesses that get to the next level, they have uh, strategic planning, they have delegation, they have teams that, you know, go after initiatives and projects. So uh, some of our entrepreneurs have have reached a very, one of our first guests was CEO of a hundred million dollar company that came on. And we had um, had a plastic surgeon on, an Olympic gold medalist. And and the show was kind of going that direction. I said, no, wait, wait, I said, bring me the, bring, I want to talk to the guy that's has a pest control company, has a plumbing company. You know, I don't want just, you know, uh, I don't want this to be, you know, the uh, wealthiest, uh, you know, biggest companies. I, I want small business owners, representative of the fabric of our community.
1: Well, and the fact is, as we know, that small businesses really, uh, by numbers, by sheer numbers, overwhelmingly, really is the backbone of American
4: business. So, 80% of the new jobs in our economy come from small businesses of fewer than 50 employees. And so that's uh, that's our audience.
1: Yeah, well, it makes a lot of sense. Well, you mentioned that you have Sam Houston involved in their School of Entrepreneurship in the Business School. Yes, sir. And so the connection there, I mean, you're providing, I guess, content for the students to observe and discuss. You mentioned that. What else is the involvement we're seeing?
4: So, so uh, shout out to uh, Dean Mitchell Museum, uh, the dean of the College of Business at Sam Houston State University, and we we just went and had a conversation with him, and we said, "Hey, we've got this cool little podcast idea, and that we're doing, and and uh, you know, we'd like to bring some faculty on as co-hosts sometimes on the show, which we've done. So, uh, we started out uh, with Jamie Collins that came on the show, and we've had uh, Dr. John Newbold on the show, and. And we had Dr. Chip Matthews uh, come on, on the show. And we did, even did a, a, commercial, uh, a commercial banking episode live in the classroom here at the Woodlands Campus at Sam Houston State University in uh, Ray Sanders' class. Uh, and you're probably friends with Ray, but he's retired now. But it was, a, it was a great show that we did in the classroom. So our podcast stuff's uh, portable. We can pick it up and go anywhere. Yeah, well, that's what's fam- you know, fantastic
1: about doing that. Now, teach me, though... What is the connection? You, you again. You have this wealth management company, and now you're in strip tank. And I'm trying to understand the bridge. Why go from wealth management? What, what is that doing, or what's the connection? So we can understand. So
4: the the connection is that um, this this was an opportunity for me to reconnect with my university, and um, the podcast for us is not a monetized sort of thing, but right. it's a it's a it's a community involvement activity sort of thing, and. We'll have students on it. I guess it's a place for me to serve, um, bringing the business concepts, some of the applications as it relates sometimes to business, tax, financial planning um, to the students that are coming up and, and want, to, want to learn more about those things. So it's not a business per se for us. However, we do a lot of we do a lot of connect connectivity networking and actually some of those guests who've been on the show have become clients of our firm just because they uh, sought us out a- afterwards, but yeah. but uh, it's it's a fun thing I enjoy doing, and, and I I'm, I really want to have like our own studio to do it. We're doing all of our shows out of the Conroe Chamber right now, but uh, I'm, I'm actually talking to Dick about maybe using uh, their studios for, for so we have a regular place to go. Right, a professional
1: place to walk in and, and go to work. That's cool. Yes, sir. Well, you know, and I and I need to make this point because anyone who knows me or knows the Weekly Business Hour. Uh, one of the things I encourage in my practice, working with clients as a as a coach or a mentor, is to get involved in the community. So this is a very interesting way. As you mentioned, you going back to, to the school and you're working with the students. Uh, great involvement uh, to go in and share some of your valuable time and experience. Uh, very unique in that way.
4: Thank you. Yeah, it's been and it's been a blast.
1: Well, what do you see the future of the shrimp tank? I mean, you have been you've, in it now for, how long have you been in it?
4: Two years. I want to say okay. we have produced about 80 shows. Wow. We started out doing our shows in the Atelier Design Center, which is at the Ferrari dealership of all places. We just drove by there one day and said, hey, this would be cool to do our show right here. Let's go. Why not go ask them? You never know what'll happen if you ask somebody, right? So we went in and asked them. And I think after about two months of doing our show there, they were like, we might have wore out our welcome to some degree. <laughs> So then we went out and knocked on uh, Bob Milner's uh, door over at the Mercedes dealership, and he had a place, and we did a few shows there. We've sh- done shows at the Chamber of Commerce. We mentioned I did the one in the uh, classroom there at the university. We've done some shows here in our office. We even went out to Saddle River Range. Uh, shout out to uh, Tom Balso, my good friend out there. And we produced a show live. at Sa- It was in the Crockett Room at uh, Saddle River You know, it's a fancy gun range, really fun, cool place. Yes, absolutely. On 1488. So, no, I think that we'll just continue to do this. I really enjoy bringing students on that want to come on the show. I enjoy meeting and learning. Every time I sit down with someone on the show for an interview, I walk away with a profit. I learn something from that business owner. Everyone's got a story, and then the combination of all the stories, you know, uh, a couple things that come out of these stories that I hear, it's, it's, it's perseverance through these entrepreneurs, it's not all been sunshine and rainbows. They've had heartaches and setbacks, but it's those who persevere, and those people who were willing to take a risk, and those people had a, like a passion, a, a burning desire for things. Th- these, these people all succeed in the end one way or another, but most of them have setbacks, heartaches, and they're willing to do things that other people are not willing to do.
1: Yeah, well, I think you really kind of summed it up for a majority of the entrepreneurs. Well, Dan, I can't thank you enough for taking time out of a busy day to allow us to interview. Uh, we've been talking again, good one here at Provident Wealth. And
4: Dan, man on the street, appreciate it very it's much. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much, Rick. It's nice being here with you. Take care. Okay.
2: OneBestConsult.com, a community of small business owners where you as an owner can find answers to the most pressing business questions you have. Not sure who to turn to when you have a challenge in your business? Turn to the folks at OneBestConsult.com. That's the number one BestConsult.com, where you can always find advice you can use based on common sense business experience. Join our community of like-minded business owners at OneBestConsult.com.
1: Well, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed that uh, businessman on the street interview with Dan Goodwin. And again, thanks, Dan, for taking time to do that. And remember, if you want to re-listen, because Dan offers a lot of great advice, good observations, you may want to re-listen or share it, go to YouTube on the Weekly Business Hour. You can see the entire interview there. We've posted it along with our shows. So I encourage you to re-listen. And I consider you, if if you qualify, think about being on the shrimp tank. The rest is up to you. Well, in the time remaining, I want to give you my best, one best consult tip of the week, and I entitled it, At the End of the Day. At the end of the day, you know how it is. We work, and then at the end of the day comes, we're, we're physically sometimes tired, we're mentally tired, uh, you know, have to go home, we have to perhaps have dinner, activities with our families, but at the end of the day, what I'd like to talk about a little bit different context, you know, at the end of the day, when we finish our business, when we're done, uh, hopefully you already have an exit strategy in place. I've thought through that. I think that's one of the most critical things, particularly when you start the business. Uh, And if you didn't do it when you started any time, no time like the present to get it done. Uh, Make sure you have an exit strategy in place. It's not difficult. Uh, It's something I work with a lot of clients on. But have that done, uh, written up. You can always change it, but have it written up of what you want to do as far as disposing of the business. But at the end of the day, what I'm talking about is what is it you really want to accomplish out of your business? Uh, besides making money, besides uh, supporting your family financially. You know, there are a lot of other things we can do with our businesses if we choose to do so. And I think one of the, the the best things to do is to look at how your business and you as the owner of the business can impact your community. You know, you can utilize your business as a tool to provide a positive impact on your community. I mean, you can be involved in local nonprofits. Uh, you can allow your location to be used. You can obviously donate money. You can volunteer, encourage your employees to volunteer. There's a lot of things you can do with your business to have an impact on your community. And it's something you, in my opinion, should think about. Uh, another way to uh, to have a uh, an impact with your business or accomplish more than just the financial return and taking care of your family. For an example, what kind of business are you going to have? What about building a really family-friendly business? You know, this is a... This helps your workforce development anyway, but I mean, go the extra mile to the point where you actually perhaps would overhear a conversation from an employee, you know, something like, you know, I really love working at the ABC company because they really help me take care of my family. They do a lot of neat things, and I know they have my back. You know, that is doing more with your business. You're accomplishing more with your business. The kind of things I'm talking about is, you know, hiring your employees' kids for part-time jobs. Uh, providing scholarships for further education for your employees' uh, children, Uh, anything you can do that would help the family, emergency leave provisions. Small businesses typically aren't uh, connected or responsible under government rules, but make your business responsible to your employees. So lots of choices out there. I encourage you to check out our blog at onebestconsult.com. I talk about some other things you can do. And as always, I'd be glad to talk to you personally. Just reach out to me. One best consult at gmail.com. Well, thanks again for listening to the show today, and I hope you'll put a note on your calendar to join us again next Monday right here on IRLoneStar.com at 11 a.m. Stacy will be back, our final installment and in soup-to-nuts conversation on everything networking. And until next week, I encourage you, stay engaged in your business this week, and as I always try to do, stay focused on what counts in your business. Thanks.
3: Thanks for checking out this show on Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. This show is owned and produced by Lone Star Community Radio and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. For more information about this show, to be a guest or to sponsor, just contact the studio at 936 647